Good evening. I'm Christian Rowe with the Nice Guys podcast, and this just in from Pennsylvania. After days and days of long counting, the voters of the Keystone State, it appears, have decided that they will be betting the Saints over 55 and a half, 50 and a half against the Buccaneers. Well, in a win for democracy. <laughs> well, geez, that sounds like a great bet to me. Yes, sir. Yes, it does. You have to go with uh, the voters of a swing state like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. You do that very well. So, yeah, maybe I should maybe I should have my own show where I talk. That would be a good idea, like a little news, <laughs> little news action. Yeah, maybe I could. What could I talk about? Maybe like sports or something. You should do. You should I don't do really week, know about other stuff. You should do weekly shows on Instagram or a weekly post. Yeah, I could maybe. edit it. Hey, I could edit it. Maybe something like that would work. Hey, maybe. Got the approval of the cat. Yeah, hey, she's in it every episode. She always Nala meows. Agrees. She always meows whenever she agrees with something, and this is okay. sounds like we can agree on. All right, there we go. So it's set in stone. Good more, to go. Rock and roll. More Christian news bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So we're back. It's a Friday edition of the Nice Guys podcast. Uh, day late coming at you, but uh, coming at you nonetheless. Um, Noah, we have a little special announcement, right? We do have a special announcement. This is our one-year anniversary, Christian. One year doing the podcast. Who would have thought? I actually would, did not think we'd last a year. I Look thought we'd last like about five episodes, six episodes. I thought somebody would have quit by now, but I'm honestly still interested in it. So Yeah, I'm, I'm, as long as there's sports. Hey, do you remember what you said on the first episode? What, I'm not particularly, so you're going to have to refresh S- me. S- sports always wins and sports has won out even over the pandemic sports always does win that's actually crazy so sports so here we are as long as there's sports we're going to be talking about it you and me so we might as well record it you know what i'm saying yeah fuck politics we like sports yeah um and thank goodness there's no politics that's been going on because you know we would hate to have to talk about that it's a good thing that we just have all the the only thing that's been going on in the news is uh sports and the NFL games coming up this weekend as well as uh WVU uh, against Kansas State and Texas. That's that's what people are talking about, so that's what we're going to talk about. That's the only thing people are talking about is WVU. Exactly. Kansas State and Texas. <laughs> yeah, I I can't really I can't think of anything else that's been dominating the airwaves. That's what the people want to hear. So that's what we're going to give to the people, win some people some money this week. Um, And uh, I don't know. What do you want to get started with, Noah? I mean, mean, right off the bat, we're kind of free-flowing at this episode. We talked about this. You know what? Let's let's do a little West Virginia accent since it's kind of fresh. And because, I mean, we're not talking any other college football this weekend. So it's might as well just – let's get out of the way. Uh, Right. Yes. Massive. We need to – Massive game last weekend. Massive. Um, A game that I hope to be sort of a picture of what West Virginia football can look like under Neil Brown at its highest level. I mean, that was he he literally said it. Neil Brown said it. He said this is the best game that West Virginia has played in the past two years. Um, And the numbers back it up. It was our highest game against an F. Uh, our highest rated game against an FBS opponent in terms of offensive efficiency. Uh, it was our uh, highest rated game under Neil Brown uh, in terms of passes that went for a first down or a touchdown. That's a new statistic that a lot of people are getting into to judge success of a college football team. Check this one out. 63.6% of our passes went for either a first down or a touchdown. I think that's really huge for this team who previously could not get the ball down the field. We talked about the thing about we were next to last in the country or something in uh, passes for 20 yards or more, uh, worse passes for 
10 yards or more. Uh, and we're finally getting the ball down the field. The running game looked great. It was perfect. It was per- It's so beautiful. I mean, so beautiful. I mean, I agree. I also think this, I mean, I agree with Neil Brown's take about the best game in the past two years, but I'm also willing to take it. I mean, yeah, there were some really exciting games before that, but you can take this game all the way back many years of games that we played this well. I mean, I don't, I can't actually recall the last game that was this fluid. Like you can say, oh right. yeah, oh we beat Texas at Texas with Will Greer. That, I wouldn't necessarily say that was a good game. We just ended up no. on the, you know, on top in that situation, and it was really exciting. I'm not talking I mean, exciting ser- games. I mean. If you look all the way down the board, Jared Daigie threw for 301 yards and two TDs and no interceptions. Letty Brown ran for 24 carries, 102 yards and a touchdown. And then you have your backup running back running for 85 yards, and then you have a 100-yard receiver. How many How many different receivers? One, two, three, four, five, eight different receivers on a day. And then Tony Fields with 15 tackles. Right. I mean, it was well, a perfect was, yeah. day all the way around. Well, I was going to say, there's no game in the Holgerson era in that entire, what was it, seven-year stretch, whatever mm-hmm. it was, where we put up a defensive performance like this. And then to pair it with such a clean offensive performance is so beautiful and so heartwarming as a heartbroken, uh, in the past, West Virginia fan uh, that we have both sides of the ball uh, able to fire away like this. That's awesome. Bro, even like – Casey Legg leading the team in points. Like the dude, yeah. the dude had a forty-five <laughs> yard long kick. I mean, he played really well. Unfortunately, yeah. Staley got hurt, but I mean, all the way around. Like you look at all the different guys who got tackles on that team. I mean, you have one. I mean, you have twenty guys who got t- tackles in that game. Like Sean Mahone played excellent. Adai played excellent. Fields played excellent. Tyke Smith. Dante Stills, like the, all of these guys, like they, you know, participated in one of the the best games that we've had in a long time, in my opinion. Yeah, and especially refreshing after that uh, Texas Tech heartbreaker. I mean, I was ready after that Texas Tech game. I was like, okay, fine. This is just another typical WVU season. It's over. I guess it still could be, um, but. I really think the lads showed something against Kansas State last weekend. I think it'll be a good boost going into next week. Uh, Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, who who knows? Who knows? There's a couple. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it's, I, I, I mean, yeah, seriously. I mean, like. I do have a couple stats for that when we get into that. Okay, I mean, we can jump but, right into that. I, I think we said it about K-State. Well, before we. Performance. You want to hand out an award? Yes, we do. Yes, yes, you, I do. I don't. Uh, we actually didn't talk about those who won it, but you can go ahead and introduce it, and we can do a little countdown and say it at the same time who we think we won. Uh, are you talking about the Billy Mays Award for Excellence in Football for the Week at West Virginia University, brought to you by the Nice Guys Podcast? I am talking about that award. Correct. <laughs> that award. Uh, I have no idea who it could be. Um, I was going to either say the whole football team, the whole team, or Lady Brown or Tony Fields. There's a lot of yeah. I mean, there's a. You're gonna say the whole football team? (sighs) We really could give it to him. You need to give it the whole. I mean, that's it's the complete. It's it's the most complete game we've had in a decade. Let's give it to the whole team. Let's give it to the old fucking team. Yeah. <laughs> the I best like player in football for the week Everybody. at WVU. The whole team. The whole fucking team. It's the yeah. whole team. Yeah. I think it's appropriate. Team. That's it's completely appropriate it's a, because they all played their fucking asses off. Yeah. Man, I love um, this award. I love it. All right. Yeah. So uh on to this week we have uh we're playing at Texas. Uh okay. Texas is five and a half point favorites uh, with a 54 and a half point uh, over five under. and a half five opened and up half. at six opened up at six and a I half. have five and a half on covers. All right. Okay. So. so that means money's money's moving on us. 
Well, I think a betting trend to know in this, according to Covers.com, road team is 3-0-1 against the spread in their last four meetings. So. Yeah, well, the road team. This is this is the game. This is the Big Twelve matchup uh, uh, where the road team always wins. The last four games between Texas and WVU have been won by the road team. Hmm. I have a feeling it's going to be a good game. It is. I mean, everything matches up perfectly. It's going to be incredible. We always we for some reason we've chosen Austin uh, for. Uh, 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 our good place to play uh, consistently. Um, I mean, you remember, you remember our second Big Twelve game ever when Tavon and the boys went down and whooped them. Uh, the Will Greer legendary game that I've seen on social media posted probably two hundred times over under. Um, and then we also won in 2016. I don't remember that game at all. I think that was Skylar Howard and he went down there and won. So we haven't lost in Austin since 2014. That's the only time uh, that we've ever lost in Austin. Well, the only time we've lost in Austin, that's a tongue twister loss in Austin. Uh, no, you're not going to give me anything. On no, that? I agree. No. I, okay. I'm just like, uh, but, thinking about this real quick. It's, it's, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Before we join the big 12, if we ever, loss in Austin, but uh, since joining, we don't do it. We really don't do it. We can't beat them at home, but we get them on the road. It's the only fucking Big 12 team that we beat on the road consistently. We typically are pretty bad on the road in in I, conference. I think something that helps us is we are one of the best teams in the country when it comes to defense. Uh, something we can look at. Oh, really? Both, both of us. No, here, here we go. I know, I know. Shut up, dick. But, uh, oh, really? so Interesting. Says, uh, the under, because <laughs> you don't the under say. 55, we are 7-0 and in our last seven games when it comes to uh, the under. Okay. I so, believe that. I believe that. So, because, because we're such a good defensive team, yeah. and we're so good at the under, and they have us at 21.5 points, under 55, if you do that math, uh, we have, they have us twenty one and a half. Yeah, twenty. So do the math. I mean, that, I, I I think I'm, if you do the math, I'm not doing the math. That but adds up. I'll, to I'll take us your word winning, for it. Basically, okay. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll take your word for it. If if we always go under, and the under is fifty five, and then we have, and our team total is over twenty one and a half. And they have that at like super heavy favorites. I mean, that's basically saying Texas has to score twenty four points or they don't win the game. Okay, I mean that would be forty five still... on the under. But I'm saying like realistically, like we're not they they could still they could, I mean they could still win like seventeen to fourteen. But yeah, um, maybe I don't think they're good enough to do that. I like the I like um just as a betting man uh not as a West Virginia fan I'm not going to call the game for us to win but man do I like that uh cover. Yeah, the spread so you said the spread opened at 6 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's 5 and a half. I'm looking at it right now. It says West Virginia 6 and a half, but it has okay. us 5 and a half and then it has us doing the under and then us doing uh, West Virginia team total over twenty one and a half. Okay, all right. Which, so those they are have to score. Good, those are okay. good ones. Yeah, no, I think it'll be a good game. We're on ABC, I think. Uh, we are. I will not get to watch it, unfortunately. I'll be at, I'll be at the Galaxy um, as well, but I'll be watching it. I will. I will be attempting to watch on my phone, uh, hiding behind the filing cabinet in the deli at Giant Eagle. Um, yeah. Uh, also got some stats for you, Noah. Uh, so, Tom Herman, two and three, uh, in games after he beats a ranked opponent. So that's not great. That's not looking great for him. They beat Oklahoma State last week. Huge upset in overtime. They sort of tripped over their own dick into a win there. Uh, uh, Oklahoma State had four turnovers. 
late turnovers and penalties killed him. Texas accidentally wins. So I don't know if it counts, but another stat you could look at that I think counts and is very telling Tom Herman at Texas is 10 and seven against unranked opponents when Texas is ranked. That is not what you want. That's not, I, it, That's I know it's a winning record. I know it's a winning record, but you realize how many upsets that is? That's a lot. I mean, that's him getting upset seven times as the Texas head coach while ranked in four years. That means that as a ranked opponent, they lose to an unranked opponent. Well, to be every fair, year. To, to be fair, to every him, single year, it almost shows the fraud that is the AP poll. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They to be, to be fair, they, like at that the beginning of the season, they like they go like three and zero, and they're like bullshit games, and then like they lose like one of the first like three, and then right. It's just like, but still, yeah. But still, you to be fair. I mean, I think I think that bodes well for to us. It, it it just goes to show. Um. Yeah. I mean, all of these all of these sort of sabermetric factors line up well for us i mean everything we've said we 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 beat texas in austin tom herman sucks shit uh relatively speaking against unranked opponents when he's ranked and he can't win games after beating a ranked opponent which he did last week against oklahoma state so that's why i uh, i'm not gonna tell people to bet on this because we don't we don't bet on West Virginia football. We don't do it. That's true. Uh, unless but, it's the unders. But man, if you're a, unless it's the under, yeah, okay, maybe I'll hit that. Um, but yeah, if you're an independent better out there, that that plus six and a half is tasty, juicy, very tasty, very <laughs> juicy, very tasty. <laughs> using the Dave, using the David Chang savory spice on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Watch that oh, game. Wait, wait, wait. I got one more. Just one more pack. One more. I'll, I'll just say it doesn't tie into anything, but I just want to point out that I just want to shit on Sam Ellinger. Uh, 160 yards of total offense by him against Oklahoma State. The total offense marker is important because he actually rushed for negative seven yards. And normally he is their leading rusher. Their That's embarrassing. Main, their Either. main running back is out. Against us, they're going to be starting uh, a former quarterback that they have converted into a running back. So, Stills Brothers, get your, get your bibs ready. Get a knife and fork. That's, you're going to be eating all day. Get your dicks out. Get your dicks <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe. Get your dicks out. Let's get going, baby. Uh, grab a big old Texas belt buckle and then just undo it. And just like, uh, and just fuck this team right in the yeah. butt. All right. That's all day. Let, that's um, all day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, uh, yeah. let's get out of this college realm. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's move on to pro football. We have a couple pretty big games this weekend. Uh, when I say a couple, I mean three. Uh, <laughs> Literally. We'll start with uh, Seahawks Bills. At the Bills, okay. Seahawks are three-point favorites. Christian, what do you think about that? Seahawks going east. Do I like it? I yes. love it. Yes, yes, I like it. I, I, I like taking the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to win. I think they're going to win by – I mean, the what is it? I, you said three, three and a half? It's three. I saw two and a half somewhere. I mean, that's basically better than money line. Yeah. That's basically that's basically meant the betting the money line. Uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. Russ is going to keep cooking. Um, DK Metcalf is going to keep cooking. Doesn't look like Buffalo is going to have any crazy weather. Um, I think Josh Allen has the potential to cook on the Seahawks defense as well. He's been in a little bit of a slump recently. I don't know what the numbers are, but uh, I hear you typing away. Maybe you can find them for me. Uh, I'm not finding that. Yeah, I I think this is a shootout. I don't know what the over is on this one. It's probably like, it's probably like ridiculous. I think it's like 55 or 57 or because something. Because I'm reco- but... recording on my phone, I can't fast fact all yeah, of these. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, I don't. 
I don't have my laptop or anything. Yeah. So, uh, but it doesn't matter. I don't know. I, I, um, I considered betting on this game, but I don't know. I'd we're, say the Seahawks are we'll a safe a, bet. We'll talk about that one in a bit. Uh, it was right. two and a half, but uh, it's three now. But uh, three and a half that, now. That, I, yeah, the stat I sent you earlier uh, through text: the second time in history, uh, second time since 1950, that two quarterbacks with 20 or more combined TDs will meet up in Week Nine or earlier. Okay. That's pretty that's pretty I like cool. that a lot. That's, that's pretty cool. That's electric. That is electric. That's an electric matchup. I mean, yeah, no, as soon as I saw this matchup, it jumped off the screen to me. I mean, this is one that I really wish I could watch. Um unfortunately I will not be able to, but um I just think it's a smash. that's a that's a must tune that's a must tune in at one PM. Yeah, no. uh, regardless of the betting lines. For sure. And like especially Great. I mean, I think the Bills could bounce back like I mean, they've had a rough string of, like, four games. Like, loss of Titans, Chiefs, and they barely beat Jets. They barely beat the Pats. I don't know. It'll be a good game. I think it'll yeah. be a good game. Yeah. Uh, bounce back game for the Bills. Maybe in terms of, like, playing well, you know? Maybe the offense can yeah, get going. Yeah, I can see that. Well. I just, I, I just see it's, it's, it's – I think it's a shootout. Any way you look at it, and I think that looks good for the Bills. Um, I want to see Josh Allen get back in rhythm. Yeah, he's been he's been kind of disappointing. Bills uh, secondary has been pretty good though. That could be a matchup to look out for. DK Metcalf going up against Tre'Davious White. Right, that's the matchup I think everybody's talking about. Uh, Bills secondary has been fairly good. I think they're thirteenth. In the league, in, in uh, passing in, yards allowed. Incoming big game from Tyler Lockett. So, ah, good point. That is a good point. Hey, they got Josh Norman, though. What about that guy? <laughs> forgot about him. <laughs> forgot about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, okay, yeah. But uh, Seahawks win. Seahawks keep marching. Bills are 6-2. and two. People forget that. I don't think the Bills are a bad team. I'm not that. out on the Bills. I'll take Seahawks I, as well. I, I think Seahawks. Yeah, easily. Yeah, we um, but again, but again, Bills, Bills not a bad team. I don't hate the Bills. I'm not out on the Bills. And moving to the complete opposite game of this, uh, Ravens, uh, okay. Ravens Colts. Absolutely complete opposite. <laughs> At Colts, Ravens two and a half favorites. I think that's pushing it. Um, I think Colts could pull this one out. To be fair. I easily think the Colts could pull this one out. You, it's, it's. You're saying this is the complete opposite, and uh, the first analogy that came to my mind was like, in was, so like Bill, uh, Bills, Seahawks, is like the, is like the Battle of London in World War Two, the planes. Right, where they're like mm-hmm. flying around and everything is super fat, or like Dunkirk or something, you know, they're flying around there. Yeah. But then this game, this game is like World War One. This is like trenches, dirty, you know, they're, they're, they're in the dome, they're in the whatever it's called now dome. So it's not actually going to be dirty. It's so but... dirty watching Philip Rivers throw five yard passes. These are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, five yard, five yard passes. Running the ball constantly, Lamar Jackson getting a hundred yards. Um, this is going to be a sludge fest. I still, I still think it's a great game to tune into. I, I think it's a banger of a match. whatever the under is. Take that. I it's it's pretty low. It's, pro- it's pretty if it's low. Forty five. Like, I'd take it. It's like forty three. I'd take that. It's. I mean, Ravens still don't have uh, uh, Ingram. Don't have Ingram. And uh, Marlon Humphrey has uh, coronavirus. Oh, so they definitely take that. No Marlon Humphrey on the D. De- it doesn't matter. Phil Rivers can't throw uh, for shit. He is really disappointing. For sure. Yep. So. <laughs> Sorry, I was saying goodnight. Are you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... Saints Bucks. Do I? <laughs> what, so we, are we just both getting and, and just skip the prediction? See, I was we trying can't, to see, avoid this that. This is this is the problem. Well, this is the problem with anchor. 
this is a problem with anchor because we can't give each other like visual cues yeah. of if we're moving on or if we're I was trying to picks. avoid a pick because I'm scared to pick. Um Colts. I'll take Ravens. Okay. I'll take Ravens. I'll take Ravens. Um, oh, opposite. Action. Colts. Ha- uh, last couple weeks, Colts have not have not sold me, and I think people for some reason are maybe a last little bit week? down on the Ravens. You mean? Uh, but I the mean, Colts played really well. I mean, that, they still played really good. I I don't care. <sighs> I it's whatever. Um, I don't know. I I I I don't think I trust the Colts. Philip Rivers is is uh retirement home status right now um i'll go ahead and i'll I'll, I'll go ravens i still like the ravens i've liked the ravens all year they're 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 good they're a good team that lost to the best team in the nfl (laughs) the steelers sorry buddy whatever all right ravens noah's got colts moving on uh our last moving on preview uh, is the saints bucks at tampa bay uh bucks four point favorites Sunday night football. I will be watching this one. This is exciting to me. Tampa uh, Bay. Tampa Bay. Two great quarterbacks. It, it, uh, if only this was like Saint. If only this was Saints Patriots, like five years ago. You want to hear a hot take? That if Breeze if Breeze would have not played, and Winston played. And Mike Thomas played. So, like, if you just took out Breeze for Winston, I think the Saints would win. Why? Jameis? Jam- with Jameis, I think the Saints would win. Oh, because it's the return. It's the return. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even realize that. Damn, they have to start Jameis. Well, it was the return. And, so, see, I was going to bet this game. This was going to be one of my one of my bets because – at Tampa Bay at four point favorites, I was like, whoa. And then the line started moving. I saw the lines moving 54 to 50. I was like, Breeze is back. That means it's going to be a Kamara game. Jameis with Kamara and Mike Thomas, that sounds like OP to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I think a lot, yeah, a lot of people taking the. Bucks in this, I think it's going to be closer uh, than people think. I think I don't know why people are taking the Bucks. Yeah, I think they know uh, something think people... that I don't. They know something that I don't for sure because like people. No, I think they're I I think they're smart asses who think that they're too smart. I'm also not sold on the Bucks, and I think Antonio Brown is going to completely sink that ship. Uh, I, I still, still, I like the Saints. Yeah, no, I, I'm out there. It's, it's a meme team. Gronk, AB, and Tom Brady Bro, in, in in Tampa Bay. It's 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 a meme team. Uh, one thing that you can say about the Bucks, I learned this one. Uh, did you know that the Buccaneers have the best rush defense in the league? And that doesn't surprise me. But the thing about Alvin Kamara is he doesn't do it on the ground necessarily. He gets like nine receptions right. a game. So like, that's that's the thing. No, Smart, I'm I'm not saying that. When they played I'm not earlier saying, in the I'm not season, say- he scored. And Latavius Murray. I'm not had- saying that matters. But what was the? I'm not saying that matters. It was just an interesting statistic: three point two yards per carry, uh, seventy point four yards per game for the Buccaneers. Uh, again, but I was get you rudely interrupted uh, the take that I was going to have after I said my. Uh, statistic that I found that it doesn't matter because Kamara, you know, like you said, he's going to get he's going to get ten receptions and one or two touchdowns in the air. It doesn't matter. I had a feeling you'd say something about the rush defense because apparently they're a great rushing defense, but basically in every game so far, but two, they've let in a rushing TD or a passing TD from a or like a receiving TD from a running back. Interesting. That sounds like a. Uh, Someone who has Alvin Kamara on his fantasy team uh, statistic to know. Well, I I was thinking about like I was like, damn, is Kamara fucked? But then I went and I looked at the reverse matchup, and then I I looked at uh, I looked at the Buccaneers in every game. If you look at all their stats, basically it's 
they they claim they cl- they like to claim the number one rushing defense, but they get absolutely fucked on by running backs when it comes to I'm assuming red zone touches because that's where all those touchdowns are coming from. Right. Which is just funny. Yeah. No, I'm well and I think I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think all of this points to a shootout. Uh and a certain team hitting the over uh, yet again. I won't reveal. Well, no, I mean, I guess no, we'll do. both teams hitting the over. You, you, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, the yeah. idea. Saints, Saints have uh, the are 28th in defensive passer rating. Uh, not great uh, through the air, and they're going up against Tom Brady. Uh, I think it's a shootout. Bucks win very close, very close in a shoot. Do you have the Bucks four point spread? Mm, I don't know if I'm taking that one, Brotendo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. All right, so you're going Bucks. But... I'm going to go Saints just to be opposite of you because I don't really care enough. I want the Saints to win. Oh, dude, you're so cool. Ooh, got, got my ass. Oh wow, you don't care about anything. You're so cool. That's so dude. Hip. Uh you're so hip. <laughs> um should be said also Saints don't have or uh sorry. Saints are third best in the league in those statistics that the Bucks are first best in uh yards per carry and yards per game. They only allow three point six yards per carry, ninety point six yards uh per game, but again, doesn't matter. Ronald Jones just going to get involved in the passing facts, game. Facts. Um, so, but yeah, that's a fun one to look out for. I'm even more excited for this one now that I re- realize and remembered that this is the uh, Jameis Winston uh, returning to Tampa Staying Bay game. on the corner, Jameis Winston, Tampa Florida. Jameis Winston, Tampa, Florida. Such a fine sight to see. All right. It's Tom Brady, my lord, in a flatbed Ford, slowing down to see if he can win the SB. Close All right. enough. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. Super Bowl. Super the Bowl. Super Bowl. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying. All right. Yeah, you, you, you get. Yeah, I don't know why he would slow down to see if he can. What did he want to speed up? Well, he's slowing down to pick up Antonio Brown to take him back to his apartment since they live together now. I think we need to continue. All right, we're going into our favorite segment of the week, and that's our bets. Okay. Something we love to talk about is our bets. Uh, I guess I do. I'm on a bit of a losing streak. Uh, You're on a losing streak. I'm on a hot streak. Uh, But when it comes to my non nice guys picks and my nice guys picks, I've been very consistent the past three weeks. But I did get big backup, uh, Devontae Adams' first touchdown scorer Thursday night football. You did. That was a huge bet for me. Huge bet. Sometimes you got to find them. You got to find the special ones. It's not just about betting the line. And I think I found the special one this week. Okay. What is it? Start us out. I have uh, in the Bears okay. versus Titans game, uh, let's just say the Bears are six and a half point uh, underdogs, right? Let's just, let's say, just say in theory. This cannot be proven or disproven. Something they don't know about this game is, As a is the last time they played in Nashville, uh, it was in 2012. They had four... They had four forced fumbles. They had four forced fumbles. That's a tongue twister. Four forced fumbles in that game. The Bears are going to be playing in Nashville for the first time since 2012. The last five contests in this series, going all the way back to 98, the road team has won. Uh, Interesting. So... And that's that's really funny considering how bad the Titans have been in a couple games this season. Uh, And something that also helps the Bears is that the Titans are horrible against the pass rush, which gives Foles the good amount of time he can throw to his really good and emerging receivers, uh, Mooney, Robinson, the whole whole gang. 
and mm-hmm. emerging David Montgomery, who's been really good in the passing game recently, basically going for five or more, you know, receptions for the past couple games. He's been really good recently. Okay. So I got Bears six and a half. It's going to be a lower scoring game because, I mean, Bears defense is pretty sick. But, uh, yeah, okay. I got that. Yeah. I uh, Titans only won two games against the spread. Cool. We love um, Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I got uh, stepping onto the scene first time ever being bet by Christian Rowe uh, this season. Uh, I got the Giants now. Before and before you jump on me for betting the Giants. Plus two and a half underdogs against the Washington football team. That sounds like a love it or leave it. That sounds like a fun game to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got yeah, you got to put some money to uh, force yourself to watch it. But I love this bet. I love this bet. I love it so much. The Giants uh, already beat Washington this year. Uh, they beat him by one point, <laughs> 20, uh, I think it was 22 to 21 a couple weeks ago. Uh, their last couple games, uh, they have covered. The Giants have covered against the Bucks. They covered against the Eagles. Uh, that Eagles game was also decided by, I think, what, two points, one point, something like that. Um, so, you know, in this shit show, uh, I like the Giants to at least cover. I think they're going to win the game. I think they're going to beat the Washington football team. Uh, you could fuck around and put the money line on that one. Uh, so, yeah, their defense is a little bit frisky. Uh, they've been getting involved a little bit. Um, Washington is in complete disarray. I don't even know who – what's their quarterback situation at this point? Do, do we even know? I mean, what? who – what is even – Dua Lipa is the quarterback. Dua Lipa. <laughs> Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. <laughs> uh, that's, my, that's Miami. We got to keep that one in the back pocket one, for the next time. One, we talk about the one pass um, is all it takes. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Giants plus two and a half. Love it. I love I it. I bet it. I, I really did. I, I really bet it. I put it down. Uh, three units. I love it. I love it. What's your next I one? Mean, speaking of the Dolphins, uh, Cardinals-Dolphins. Car- okay. Cardinals is four-and-a-half-point favorites this weekend. And, again, this is something that I've been saying every week. We have to bet the Cardinals every week. And I have to keep, I have every to keep week, telling you, you this. I I don't have to, and I'm not but going to. I will. But you can keep keep I mean, chugging. It's so far um, for me. Uh, so Murray, he averages 62.4 rushing yards a game, and is completing 66.8 percent of his passes. Not the best percentage on passes, but Dolphins are the fifth worst against the run. They haven't proven this season they could beat a rushing quarterback or any team that excels against the run. Um. I mean, I mean, I really don't see Tua Lipa doing too much work against <laughs> this Cardinals defense. Thank goodness we unearthed that. <laughs> Kyler Murray against Tua Lipa. Dude. One one pass. Hopefully one. Hopefully for the Dolphins, one pass is all it takes because that's probably the only good pass he's going to throw. Incoming, incoming uh, headshot of Tua as. Dude, yeah, we got to get that great. one going. One, one pass. But, yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I just – especially with Drake out of the – Kenyon Drake out of the lineup, uh, I think that even helps the Cardinals. I think Chase Edmonds is significantly better than Kenyon Drake, and I think they're just – it's just going to prove how, how good he is with Kenyon Drake out. So, yeah, I'd take Cardinals here. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, my next one is Saints Bucks uh, over fifty or fifty and a half, whatever it is. 
Um, my only explanation for this is it's Drew Brees going up against Tom Brady and the Saints are 7-0 and uh, going over. Uh, and I'm going to keep betting it until it doesn't hit. That's that's all I have for you. you that's it. Is that all Just you like need? Just like that WVU. That's all Just you like need. Just like the WVU one. Seven, I went on the under. That's all you need. Four touchdowns. Four touch. You know. You three, four doing. touchdowns from these two offenses. It's going to happen. I can see it being 28. I mean, like, like you said, Kamar is going to – yeah, 28, 28, somewhere in the 30s. Kamar is going to score two touchdowns. Breeze is going to throw down the field. Uh, Tom Britton, you know, it, bet it. I like it. Next, uh, move on. My, my I love last it. one, I have Seahawks, Bills. Uh, I'm going Hawks two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, yeah, something we kind of talked yep. about earlier. I mean, Sony night game on NBC. This is where Russell Wilson shines, is whenever he's incorrect. It is at one o'clock. I thought it was a Sunday night game on NBC. Saints Bucks is Sunday oh, night baby. football, as I said oh, earlier. I said that God five minutes ago, literally God five minutes ago, but it's okay. It's one o'clock on the Still, east coast. He likes these games, but... he any game, to be fair. That. Falcons, so here's how, yeah, I, Falcons, here's how I look Dolphins. at the spread. Two and a half points. I mean, they score so many points. And, I mean, there's not too much room for error when it comes to this no. to the spread. I see them winning the game. So, basically, they have to win by right. more than two. I like the two and a half points. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, them, I don't see them losing by one that's, or two. Right. That's why. Well, that's why I kept betting the Seahawks, and they they was that was one of the only teams that kept hitting for me because, like you said, with an offense like the only time a, a, a you know a team not covering uh, a two point spread uh, is where they flat out lose, or if it's like a defensive struggle type game. That's why, like that, like that's why the Colts Ravens spread is a little bit tougher and maybe I stay away because that's one that's going to be low scoring and stays in that range where it's back and forth uh, that way with field goals and safeties and shit like that. Um, but yeah, I love this and one. I love it. Yeah. Seahawks going to put up numbers on the board. I'm thinking it's a five unit play too, in my opinion. I don't, I, you, I, I don't see, I don't, I cannot picture the Buffalo Bills beating the Seattle Seahawks yeah, in any way. And so the two and a half. So is it was close. Yeah, I it think was it's close to our bet of the week, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, All right. Your third. Might have to switch. Might have to switch that one. I don't know. I, that might be a safer one than our bet of the week. But do you want me to announce do the bet of the week? Do you have a third week? one? Oh. I, it, it is the oh, bet okay. of the week. Oh, okay. We'll go with that then. My third, my 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 third one is the bet of the week. No, how about this? How about this? Okay. On the spot. Here's one that I came up with today. All right, that I really love after looking at everything. All right, sounds good. Chargers, Chargers minus one. I was gonna, I was, Boom. I was gonna do that too. Take it. That was on my. That was fourth on my Herbert. List. Herbert bounce back game. Derek Carr is out. Justin Herbert is in in the AFC West. Uh. Game over. I saw a couple different, uh, you know, like the shit that simulates the games that have the Chargers winning uh, by double digits. Uh, I was shocked when I saw the spread that low. Love it. It's in L.A. Love it, love it, love it. I love the Chargers. Not a five-unit play by any means. Sweet but, Sherbert. Um, I love that bet. Sweet, I love the bet. Sweet as Sherbert, baby. Justin Herbert. Okay. That's my baby. Yeah. Um, so that's my that's my number three. Would you like to announce now the bet of the week? I will do just that, Christian. Our bet of the week this week is coming from the Steelers-Cowboys game. I don't think okay. there's yes. any this... surprise here. Uh, Steelers are 13.5-point favorites. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And 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 then yeah. The ca- um. I mean, now, can I just say? Can I just say? Yeah. The Cowboys are ass, and the Steelers are the opposite of ass. They are not ass. Do you think it would go? 
Do you think it would be going uh, too far to literally say this is the best team in the NFL against the worst team in the I NFL? I was literally going to say Cowboys are basically the worst defensive team in the league, and they have been the worst offensive team in the league. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's it literally it's number one versus number thirty-two. It's, they're horrible. Uh, I mean, they're literally horrible. It's they're hor- They're they are like like that Eagles game that was pathetic. All James Conner fantasy owners are literally nutting in their sleep tonight and Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Um, anybody? Yeah, anybody on the Steelers? Um, interesting stat though. I do have for you. Uh, Mike Tomlin, famous for playing down to his competition. Uh, this, this, this stat sounds like a deal breaker, but I'll explain why it's not. Uh, Mike Tomlin, in his career as Steelers head coach, 1-13 against the spread on the road when the spread is uh, more than 10 points. Now, that sounds bad, but 10-point spread in the NFL is tough especially on the road. Uh, that's tough to beat. Counter to that, like we just said, the Cowboys are literally the worst team in the NFL. Like, like astronomically bad. And this Steelers, this Steelers team is, like, different, different from any Mike Tomlin Steelers team, I think, um, especially now that they're on a hot streak. Um, and... The Cowboys are 0-8 against the spread this year. Uh, if, they lo- if, if, if the Steelers cover, uh, the Cowboys were, will set the record as being the first NFL team in history to start the season 0-9 against the spread. So something's got to give, and I think, I think the Steelers are going to win by like 25, okay. so 20 if we, if we look at it this way, the game is over before the whistle blows, technically. Right. So the Steelers right. are going to win. So I think they win yeah. by more than a touchdown. Easy. And I could see them Easy. winning by two touchdowns. There you or go. Or more. So 13 and a half. So yeah, 13 perfect. And a half. So honestly, if you look at betting this way, instead of looking at it for all these other ways, this is the best way to see that this is a good bet. And this is something that you take on the – it's on the same level as that Seahawks game. These these bets, 13.5 point spread, they might look scary, but there's a reason but there's Very a scary. reason Vegas makes it that way. Right. Right. It's it yeah. And I mean, with the Steelers pass rush again, I mean the Eagles were eating up Ben DiNucci. They're start they're starting a if, different guy, by the way. If they were playing um, but Dalton, I don't I mean I would say no. I but agree. They're not playing. I, I agree. Andy totally Dalton's agree. A really good quarterback, but because yeah. they're not playing Andy Dalton, I'm definitely 100 percent never going to not bet this. Ben DiNucci right. cannot throw yeah. the football. Uh, it's, it's a smash. Well, but he's not. It they're not matter. starting. Who DiNucci. are they starting? They're starting Cooper Rush. Dude. I think is his name. So I, I definitely name, have that. Your wrong, last name is Rush, like but that. you you're a passer. That makes no sense. Doesn't make sense. This is a five unit <laughs> smash bet of the week. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be excited for this one. Uh, I'm excited to watch this one. one. Um, it's 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 Steelers Cowboys. When those colors when those colors meet, one pass know, is all it takes. I mean that's that's an all timer right there. Like, you know, it's like when the Lakers play the Celtics. You just love seeing those colors go up against each other because of the what history. Is it? There. The best rivalry in football. What was the one? Uh, from- Last weekend, who claimed the best rivalry in football? In pro football, I have no. Is it like the Ra- Ravens Browns or Ravens Steelers? Yeah, it was Ravens Steelers. They claimed it was the best rivalry in football. Um, they are fried. They are fried. Be. No, not a chance. What is the Steelers and the Cowboys are up there? Cowboys Eagles are up there. Uh, yeah, I was gonna. I was Cowboys, actually gonna say Eagles or, Cowboys as a joke gonna, to make I was fun say of you. Eagles Redskins maybe more than that. No, I, I, these these teams. I'm basing are not, it off of violence. This I'm is basing not, it off of violence. 
violence. <laughs> if they're well, if you're basing it off of violence, then it's Steelers Ravens. Even equal Steelers, I think, is more violent than Steelers Ravens. Seahawks 49ers. No, they're too big no. of pussies that way. That's true. Packers, Bears, one of the NFC Is North rivalries. Raiders Packers, Vikings. Raiders, Raiders? Pa- Raiders low-key, a historical rival of the Steelers because they were good at the same time, but not really anymore. And so basically any game involving the Eagles, Steelers, or the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, the Eagles against everybody yeah. they play. According to Noah, the greatest well, rivalry. I mean, in football. the Eagles don't hate the Giants that much, but I'm saying Eagles Cowboys. I mean, shit, dude, that's in Silver Linings playbook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I you didn't, didn't take, take that, that into, into account. account. Like, how many how many football games are in Silver Linings playbook? Is that that's that's the one with Robert De Niro, right? He's an Eagles well, fan. Yeah, and uh, what's his face? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Excellent movie. What a good movie. It's a good like, movie. Makes... Uh, who does? What were you? What did you say? Who? Who? Who do they play in Invincible? Maybe oh, that's Vince, the Eagles' Vince main Papali. rival. Yeah. Who does Vince Papali does get, get to play the, against? The Jets. I don't know. That's a really good question. The. Mm, I don't know. We'll it have to look could, that one up. It could be a New York team. Yeah. Or. Um, I, I don't think it was the Cowboys. I don't think it was the Steelers. It could be a, a the Giants. But yeah, it was the Giants. Here, let's see. Giants. Papale. Dude, that's a great movie, too. That's an okay movie. Is it the Cowboys? Fumble versus Redskins? During the game against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it was the Cowboys, I, I guess. Okay, well, okay. All right, well, Maybe so there not. you go. Eagles-Cowboys. Eagles-Cowboys, greatest rivalry in football. It took us 10 minutes to figure it out. Uh, and we only have five minutes left. So, Noah, should we wrap this up? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're wrapping it up. All right. Yep. Sounds good. This has been an episode of Nice Guys Podcast. Podcast. End it, I guess. I'm unfamiliar with Anchor. I forgot how we do this. Happy one year anniversary. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. All All right. right. Bye. Love you.